I, I don't think we could drive back fast enough to get back to the podcast studio to, to, to talk about this movie. Yeah. Groundbreaking content on its way. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that will push on your bruise and ask if it hurts. <laughs> I actually used to do that a lot. Yeah. Don't judge me for being a dick. It's fun. Sometimes. I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son podcast who love watching movies, chatting about the movies, and more importantly, spending quality father and son time together. Indeed. This is episode number 20. Damn. 20. We are one oh. episode away from the 21 episode challenge that we threw out to our viewers in the very first episode. Yeah. So because our 21st episode is right next door. Yeah. Right next door. Um, we just want to tell you, especially if you've been listening for a while, tune into that episode. We got something fun planned. Groundbreaking content on its way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Never been done in the history of podcasts ever. Not because I've listened to every single podcast that's ever been made. And every episode. I've never heard this done. So be sure to, to tune into that. All right. Well, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is the time to address some things that aren't related to the movie we're going to be talking about, but it's still important enough to warrant some airtime. I don't have a lot for this Lobby Time. But we did get another question from Gary. Okay. Our uh, our buddy in Oklahoma. I guess we can call him our buddy now. <laughs> yeah. Gary wants to know, what is the absolute worst movie you've ever seen? Hmm. Porkies. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm just going to keep that alive. <sighs> um, I have actually physically got up and walked out of movie theaters before after spending the money. Saturday the 14th? Saturday the 14th, <laughs> which was back in, I don't know, like the late 70s or something like that. <laughs> don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Okay. And that had Christina Applegate in there. So for is. a young man to walk out of a movie that had Christina Applegate in it, it had to be bad. I think the latest bad movie I saw was Jack and Jill. That's why I just, <gasps> that's that, why I was doing that over here, fucking that, Jack in Jail. We went to the movies to see that, and we stayed the whole time somehow. I'm not sure. I think somebody liked it. I we was I was young, and I was giggling. <sighs> fucking double Adam Sandler. I don't dislike Adam Sandler. I enjoyed Happy Gilmore. I enjoyed Waterboy. I enjoyed The Wedding Singer. And Billy Madison. Yeah. I liked Billy Madison Okay. Oh, when I saw it in fifth grade. I couldn't tell you if I like it now. He's hit or miss. But Jack and Jill was a big miss. So if you haven't seen Jack and Jill, it's Adam Sandler. Is Jack. And Adam Sandler. I'm sad to share a name with that one. Yeah, Adam Sandler as Jill. And just the voice. Oh, I, it was just uh, that was so unnecessary. Terrible. Man. And there was like this whole scene where I think Jill, she ate some sort of like chalupa or some shit at Chimichanga and was destroying the toilet. And they didn't even try. The noises were terrible. I can't remember that. I've heard most was, of it from that my memory. That was my favorite part of the movie. All I can really remember. All I can really remember is the terrible voice he made when he was Jill. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this to me? You no. didn't purge that part. <laughs> Apparently, you memorized that part. That was pretty good. I'm pretty that, sure he said that too. Probably. 
I feel like that's a very Adam Sandler thing to say. And like any of his movies, honestly. I think that's the first time I've ever done an impression that I've actually kind of nailed it. Usually you're making fun of me. You can do Scooby and Shaggy really well. I I can definitely do Shaggy. I think you can do Scooby. You can do Yoda too, can't you? I'm not going to try Yoda. I'll give you some. I'll give you some Shaggy though. Uh, everyone, turn down your phones a little bit. I'll, I'll move away from the mic on. because I have to do Shaggy loud. <laughs> yeah, like Zoinks, man. Damn, like Hey Scoobs. See, it's pretty good. You know what? It's not going to make me any money, but that warrants lobby time all in itself. Okay, maybe Shaggy can host <laughs> lobby time sometime. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Beavis and Butthead could do it. Uh, I'm. I. I'm no way, of... man. Let's. <clears throat> Let's do lobby time. Fire, fire. <laughs> One of us has to be butthead, though. I know. It's harder. Shut up, Beavis. Hey, that's not bad. I know. All right. <laughs> I don't know what else I could say. <laughs> Shut up, Vince. <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, I hope we answered your question. I think we both hit the nail <laughs> on the head with Jack and Jill. We hated that movie. I'm going to go ahead and say that's the worst movie I've ever seen. He did also say there's more questions coming. Okay, cool. So I know there's more people that listen to us out there besides Gary, and it's real easy if you'd like to ask us a question. You don't even have to email us. Just go to our website, find the link that says ask a question, type in your question, hit submit, comes right to my email. There are no bad questions. No, (laughs) not one. Ask away, and we'll give you a shout out. So shout out to Gary. All right. Anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, then let's head back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so this movie came out in 2019. Okay. It is rated R. Okay, that's good. It is 122 minutes long. Okay, that's pretty long. 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. 94% of Google users liked it. Okay, we got a little redeemer there. Yeah, see what the Mormon mothers have to say. The Mormon mothers do not like this movie. What movies do they like? Sound of Music? Probably, except for the Nazis. Oh, yeah. There are some briefly glimpsed images of models posing naked. Okay. Scenes of strong violence include stabbings and shootings with accompanying blood injury detail. Okay, I would think there would probably be some blood after that. Now, I'm leaving a lot of things out for obvious reasons, spoiler reasons. Okay. There are 25 uses of fuck, as well as some milder terms such as prick, asshole, and shit. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Get your shoes on because we're going to see Joker. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't really ready for that. <laughs> no. Damn, I'm excited. <laughs> we're going to do a relevant movie for our podcast. Yeah. Recent and relevant. I fucking love Joker, man. Yeah, I know He's you do. He's my best supervillain, best villain or supervillain, whatever, of all time. Yeah, and I, I know that this is one that you're wanting to see at the movie theater. And, yeah, and the only one. Me too. And now I've heard good things about it, and I've also heard people hating on it. I've talked to one of my friends, and he said he really liked it. Okay, I've not read any reviews, so I don't really know anything that happens, and I've not watched anything online. I've not listened to any podcast or watched anything on YouTube. So I'm going into this not knowing a whole lot more except what I've seen in previews and that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in it. That's That's pretty much all I know. Okay, well, yeah, I know Joaquin Phoenix is in it too. All right, so get your shoes on. Let's uh, let's do this. All right. All right, man, we are back after watching 2019's Joker. And damn, was it a delight. Holy fuck. 
I think that's what both of us said at the end of the movie was, holy fuck. Yeah. Walking out of there, I said, holy fuck. And you said, that's what I was thinking. Yep. Still, sitting here right now, holy fuck. I I don't think we could drive back fast enough to get back to the podcast studio (laughs) to, to talk about this movie. Yeah. All right. Before we go any further in this podcast, I need to let you know. It, this is not a spoiler-free podcast. No, it never has been. And now that we're on a movie that's not from the 80s, right? then uh, we we got to say something about it. Yeah, we didn't need to warn you about spoilers for Fast Times at Richmond High <laughs> because, you know, it or came, Iron out, Eagle. came out in 1982. So if you have not seen this movie yet and you plan on seeing it, go ahead and download this episode, but uh, don't listen to it until after you watch it. Put it in your back pocket for now. Yes. Save it for a rainy day. <laughs> okay, well, let me give it the 50-cent tour. Not going to be too hard. It's basically the origin story of Joker. It's the metamorphosis of Joker, starting from a guy who's obviously has some mental illness. Yep. And he is down on his luck. He's Oh, my God. He's on the street. He's dressing up as a clown, holding one of those going out of business signs and spinning it around. He gets his ass kicked several times. And then slowly, he starts evolving it's a slow rise to become the Joker. Joker. Yeah. And I haven't seen any other Joker backstory, I don't think, besides the falling in the vat of the acid, mm-hmm. which that's the original one. This is some other spinoff kind of or an alternate universe of it because the original one uh, it says he was a, um, a criminal known as Red Hood. Uh, who during his final heist vanishes after leaping into a vat of chemicals to escape Batman. And when he comes out of it, he looks like the Joker from a deck of playing cards. Okay. So that's the original. This this was better. This is a more interesting storyline to me. And I think it really pegs who the Joker is. Yeah. Because he's mentally ill. In, in this one, Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck mm-hmm. is his name. And he evolves into the Joker. He's crazy. Yeah, he, he has some issues. And he has this condition that makes him laugh. Not necessarily inappropriate times, but just whenever, man. Yeah. He'll he'll just break out just cackling and to the point to where it almost chokes himself. In a couple parts in the movie, it's very inappropriate and he'll he'll try to stifle it and then start talking again and then it just happens or he'll laugh at something and won't be able to stop or contain his laughter and then people will get mad at him and that happens a couple of times. He gets physically harmed because of it a couple of times. So he's out spinning a sign as a clown. And these boys come by and steal a sign and he chases them down and they hit him with a sign and they beat his ass. Mm-hmm. And so the next time he goes back to this little clown company, because that's what it is. It's yeah. all these other people who dress up as clowns and go out. One of the other clowns gives him a pistol and says, here, you need to keep this, you know, to protect yourself. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm not allowed to have a gun because he's probably a convicted felon. He's been in the crazy mental institution before. Yeah. Next time he gets a gig, it's at a, a children's hospital. And uh, he's doing a little happy and you know it dance. And whenever the stomp your feet part comes, he stomps and the little revolver falls out mm-hmm. and he he picks it up and just kind of puts his finger over his lips like shh to all the kids. But he got fired and yeah. it turned out that the coworker who gave it to him had told the manager that, uh, that the Joker had been trying to buy that from him. Right. And so they got him fired. And so you just kind of remember that little bit of information that the coworker lied about that. So anyway, now Arthur Fleck, a.k.a. the Joker, has a gun. Mm-hmm. He's on the subway. On the way home. And these three guys dressed in suits come on 
and I think they're drunk and they start fucking with another lady on the subway and being mean to her and Joker just starts laughing because mm-hmm. it's one of those moments he can't help it. Mm-hmm. And of course that puts the sights on him and these three guys come over and they start singing, bringing the clowns and then they start beating his ass. Yeah. And Joker's down on the ground. Oh, this was, this was a big turning point. It was. Things had been so bad for him. Mm-hmm. And then there, these three guys are described as like Wall Street guys later on. They're part of the rich sect. Yep. And they're beating him up and the lights had been flickering on this subway train and they flicker and then it's, it just shows a guy get shot in the face, like bullet hole right like near his eye. Mm-hmm. He dies and Arthur shoots the next guy. And the third guy is freaking out, and Arthur shoots him in the leg, and he didn't quite finish him off, but then the train stopped, and there was just kind of unknowing part where, like, the, the dude didn't want to run out and get shot, but Joker was like, he knew that. He he read him like a book and waited and then finished him off later on. And that's that's really when he started becoming the Joker. And after he killed those three people, he started feeling good about it. He started walking taller. There was more mm-hmm. spring in his step. He enjoyed it. He ran away from it. He was still dressed like a clown. So that is the crime that really kind of created the symbol of a clown for this revolution that the poor were going to start. Because there was a really big rift between the poor and the rich. Mm -hmm. And so the poor were in these terrible living conditions. And the rich were saying they were going to do something about it. But they're not. Mm -hmm. And so all the people, they were happy that this clown had killed these three. Yeah. These three rich people. And so a lot of people started wearing clown masks in the yeah. city. And he, he was the hero. Be- he kind of became a hero. But no one knew who he was. So all these people start wearing the same clown mask. And it was really cool seeing that start to happen and start to form. Yeah. And, and from there, things kept going downhill in his, in his life. He found out some truths about his mother. And mm-hmm. so here's, here's the interesting part. His mother worked for Thomas Wayne which is Bruce Wayne's dad. Bruce Wayne is Batman. And so he's mm-hmm. like this billionaire or whatever, and mom used to work for him, and mom said, oh, we had an affair, and you're actually Thomas Wayne's son. Yeah. And so he goes and tracks down Thomas Wayne, and Thomas Wayne's like, your mother's fucking crazy, punches him in the nose, then he finds out my mother was indeed crazy. Yeah, and, and so, adopted me, and, and her abused. and her boyfriend abused the fuck out of me. Which is probably another reason that Joker mm-hmm. is so jacked up. They said he had a, the Joker as a kid had massive head trauma. Yeah. So probably led to even more issues. He finds that out. He smothers his mom with a pillow. Yeah. She had a stroke and then he just did that. There's so many different things going on. All this time, Joker's telling everybody that I'm going to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. And that he does stand up. Yeah. That he, yeah. That he's already, you know, <laughs> furthering his career as a stand up comedian. Yeah. And he started. He gets on stage and, it makes it look like he's doing a good job, but that's just his delusion. He he he's hearing applause and stuff, but it's silent and it's just it's bad. And someone gets a video of it and it makes it to a a famous talk show. Yeah, it, it's like a talk show, like the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, but it's played by this guy. But it's played by Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, which is which awesome. I didn't know he was in this. I wasn't ready for that. And Robert De Niro, he gets a hold of this tape and puts it on, basically making fun of Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck sees it. He's not happy about it. But they get so many calls, fans calling the show saying, hey, we love that guy. We love that guy. Get him on. And so Robert De Niro, it's something Murray, calls him. They call him and say, hey, will you be on the show? And then he shows up to the show. And we'll kind of get into that, how it ended here in a minute. Yeah. But it was so interesting watching him evolve from where he was to the way he moved up. 
and you were rooting for him. He's an oh fuck yeah evil crazy person, but you want him to get revenge on people. It, it's it's like the Walter White effect from Breaking Bad. He's a horrible person. He's making meth. He kills people, but you root for him. You want him to do well. It's it's a bizarre dichotomy to root for the bad guy when they're horrible people. No, not for me. I think everyone he killed except for the last kill had wronged him, especially his mom. <laughs> well, and also those three guys who were beating the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just, he killed them. I mean, I mean, they were rich guys. He started the revolution for better treatment of poor people. Yeah, he did it violently, but it was also badass to watch, so sometimes makes it easy to root for him. <laughs> sometimes revolutions require violence, though. I feel like most of the time they have in history. So when did he really start becoming the Joker, like, in a physical, noticeable way? It was just kind of... It was, after, it was after he killed his mother. After he killed his mother, he comes back to his apartment, if I'm remembering right, and he dyes his hair green. In a beautiful scene. Yeah, and, and he's dancing around, and he paints up his face, and it's just like, fuck yeah, man, there mm-hmm. he is, there's the Joker. He paints his tongue white yeah. with the white, It's and his lips and everything. It was really awesome. And then you hear this knock at the door, and you're like, oh, it's probably the detectives, mm-hmm. and now he looks like this, this is really not good. Right. And he answers it, and it's just two of his buddies from uh, the clown job place. And one of them being the guy who gave him the gun and ruined his job. Fucked him over, yeah. He fucked him over bad. Joker, before he answered the door, he had put a pair of scissors in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I instantly knew one of them was going to die. Well, One of them was a little person. Mm-hmm. And so they get in. I think the fat guy was kind of trying to apologize or something. or He was trying to find out what the cops were asking to make sure oh, that he didn't get implicated yeah. in something. The the Joker didn't say anything about him giving him the gun. Right. And Joker just, like, stabs him in the neck and then stabs him in, like, the eye yep. with scissors. Uh, the other guy, he's like, oh, no. Ah, ah. And he's, like, screaming and he's mm-hmm. scared. And the Joker just killed that guy and slammed his head against the wall several, several times. Yeah. And then after the fact, Joker's all bloody and he just sits against the wall and is like, oh, I'm not going to kill you. You can go. And the dude's freaking out. <laughs> but but Joker had locked the top chain oh, chain yeah. lock, and so the, the he's a little bolt. person, and so he he can't open the door and get out, and he so he reach. just he just thinks this guy's going to kill me now. Joker gets up, unlocks the door, and basically says, "All right, go ahead," and yeah. lets him run off. Then, in what's I'm just going to go ahead and say what my favorite part is right now. Then Joker puts on his suit. And starts walking oh. down these long stairs. It was, and it's a really, really good costume for him. Mm-hmm. It was a great look. The face paint with the the blue on the eyes and green hair. Just yeah, and of course the red smile. Awesome suit. Oh my god, it and, was so good. And he's not just walking down the stairs; he's kind of dancing down these stairs. And at that point, in my head, I was like, "Move over, Heath Ledger." Yeah. I mean, I'd never in my life would have thought anybody could have played the Joker better than Heath Ledger. Rest in peace. But at that point, I was like, fucking A, man. This guy is is the best. He was just phenomenal. And his dancing, it was just weird, like kind of like soft, graceful moves, like how you would kind of do a bow with your arm, one of your arms out and one of your arms under your uh, stomach after you do a show or something. He was doing, like, graceful moves like that. And and then the two detectives show up at the top of those steps. And he just got to run. He's yeah. like, fuck, I'm out of here. And he goes to the subway station. 
and there just so happens to be a train full of guys in the clown masks mm-hmm. and clown face paint. And so he fits right in. But the two cops had just seen what he was dressed like and looks like. So he steals a face mask off of one of the guys. Okay. And that guy didn't see who did it and punches another one of the clown guys. So now there's kind of a big riot in the train. And it's just chaos. Then the cop pulls out his gun to clear the crowd better. And somebody tries to wrestle away the gun from the cop. And the cop ends up pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. And then all the clowns start beating these cops ass. Yeah. And Joker just walks off the train, watches it for a little bit, then starts he, laughing. He pulls up the mask and laughs. And, and does a little dance. Throws it away, yeah. And then he goes to the talk show that he got invited onto. Mm-hmm. And this was the moment where he is full-fledged Joker. Yeah. And he, he had dreamed about being on that show before. And it kind of showed pieces of what he wanted his entrance to look like. And I was like, wow, that would be pretty badass. Man, his entrance is ten times more badass than I could have thought it would have been. <laughs> the these like rainbow colored curtains open and it shows uh the point of view from behind Joker's back when the curtains are parting a little bit enough, and then it shows it from a TV screen what he looks like and it it shows him kind of dancing behind and he walks out and he's just doing these amazing like dances that are just like they're crazy. Like he just looks crazy when he's doing it. He's he's wearing the full makeup. Yeah. And again, Robert De Niro's character, the talk show host, brought him on there to make fun of him Mm -hmm. and get some cheap laughs at his expense. And Joker's not going to have that. He figured that out. He knew. But he gets on there and he tells a joke. And it's a horrible joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? And he basically says, "Uh, it's the police. Your son was killed by a drunk driver. Yeah. People start getting on to him about it. And then he just. He just takes oh. it where he wants to take it, and then he admits to killing the three guys on the subway. When he admits to killing the three guys in the subway, people think he's making more of those crude, shitty jokes. And he's like, no, I'm not joking. No, there's no joke about this yeah, shit. And I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, it's funny. Like, do y'all not think it's funny? It's pretty funny. Oh, and it just keeps escalating from there, kind of. And then whenever uh, they're trying to get this all figured out at the show, like trying to get Joker off of it or whatever, He's like, I have another joke for you. And Robert De Niro is like, no, no, I think we've heard enough. But Joker doesn't give a fuck about what he has to say. He keeps talking. He uh, ends up saying, you get what you deserve and shoots Robert De Niro right in the face in front of everybody on live TV with like a live set, all the people watching and they're all screaming and shit. Joker gets up, shoots him again in the chest. He was already fucking dead. And then the people start screaming again. Yeah, Joker gets up after he shoots him and walks over and just puts his face like a close-up. Like, he just walks right up to the camera and puts his face right there. I can't remember what he said. He just had a little speech going. Yeah. Uh, as he's, like, about to say the like the punchline of his message, it cuts uh, to this, like, the, we'll be right back. Here's mm-hmm. our intermission with some great music. And it just starts kind of zooming out, and there's a bunch of different TV screens and news reporters start popping up. Uh, famous newscaster Robert De Niro has died. It's showing all of these TV screens, and uh, one of them, it shows the full director's cut version of Joker's speech, and right when he finishes his punchline, he gets tackled by a cop, and I, I caught that. I didn't, I don't think you did. I didn't see it. But then it just cuts to him in the back of a cop car. Yeah, next, next thing you know, he's in the back of a cop car, and he's being presumably taken to jail, mm-hmm. but they're going through all these streets where riots are happening and everybody's got clown masks on. And there's fire and, and shit. they're tipping Crazy. over cars and stuff and just looting places. And Joker's just looking out the window, seeing all these clown masks <laughs> and he's just smiling. <laughs> laughing. 
And then an ambulance comes and hits the cop car. And fucking kills the two cops up front. And and a couple of people with masks, they, they come and look in the back seat and they recognize that, hey, mm-hmm. this is the guy. Who just did that dope shit on TV. Yeah. And so they pull him out of the car, put him on the hood of the car because he's passed out. Mm-hmm. And then comes the moment where Joker starts waking up and yeah. he stands up on top of this cop car and everybody starts cheering. <gasps> his makeup isn't the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And so he puts his fingers in his mouth and his mouth is bleeding. And then he gets the blood on his fingers and he makes the Joker smile. <laughs> and yeah. it's just And he does his dancing and everyone's like, there's a huge riot crowd around him cheering. Yeah. And that's like his rise to power right there. Yeah. Meanwhile, while that's going on, uh, Thomas Wayne and his wife are getting killed in an alley and Bruce Wayne yeah. is you know, oh, witnessing the, it, and mm-hmm. there you get the rise of Batman. So you got that origin story kind of as well intertwined. And then the way it ended, Joker is in the asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I guess he got rearrested, and there's somebody interviewing him, like a psychiatrist or something like that. And he starts laughing, and she's like, what are you laughing at? He's like, oh, it's a joke. And she's You like, wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you wouldn't get it. And then next thing you know, he's walking out in the hall, but there's blood all over his He's his leaving feet. bloody footprints. Mm-hmm. And his socks. Yeah. And so, you know, he just you killed, killed her. that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still at his hands cuffed. And that's the end. He's just running and just kind of skipping down the hall. And then one of the nurses is chasing him or something. And the end. The more I think about it, the more I think, man, I have so many favorite parts. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my favorite part being when he was dancing down the stairs after he just killed that guy in his apartment. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite part? My favorite part, it had to have been on the talk show. Once he had sat down and he was kind of talking back and forth with Robert De Niro, and you could just tell his whole demeanor had changed. He was, yep. he had transformed in that, in the time that he had put on his full costume and walked there and gotten away, he had changed. He was a new fucking reborn person. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking with confidence and like, who gives a fuck what these rich people think about what I'm saying? I'm going to say what I want to say, even if it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to shoot his ass. <laughs> yep. That, it was just, he, he was so ballsy what he was saying. He, just such a blossom in character from him. All right, bucket of chicken time. <sighs> Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Look, I know at the Oscars and whatever other awards there are out there that typically superhero movies or something that belongs to the DC Universe or Marvel they're not going to get any nods. If he does not win Best Actor, it is fucking rigged. I also agree. He was phenomenal. I mean, he's one of those actors that so gets into the role, he lost a whole lot of weight. Oh, my god! He just looked the part, and his acting, I don't think anybody else could have nailed it the way I he did. Either. Yeah, he was... He was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And this was also one of the darkest movies I have ever seen as well. <laughs> just so y'all know. It was very dark tone. When we say a lot of shit, uh, bad shit was happening in his life, very fucking dark stuff. Yeah. It, nothing light in this movie. He sold it so well. Just fantastic. Look, I, I know that Joaquin Phoenix, this isn't the first time that he's been called crazy. There's, I, I think there was a time where he was going to quit acting and become a rapper, and there's like some documentary oh. made of it. and. You know, his sanity has been talked about before, but he's got to be a little crazy to play crazy that well. I, I'm in awe still. That movie is so fucking good. Let's just talk about the last three Jokers who mm-hmm. played Joker. We got Heath Ledger, 
Jared Leto. Jared, Jared Leto and Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. The king himself. You know, a lot of people hate <laughs> on Jared Leto's Joker. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it either. It was... He was more obnoxious rather than dark compared to these, uh, compared to Heath Ledger and Still crazy. Joaquin Phoenix. Still crazy. Still though. crazy, yeah. He had Puddin' by his side, and they were just kind of like the big crime bosses, and they were the crazy couple who would do anything. They were more comparable. I think his name was Big Daddy and whoever his girl was and Baby Driver. They were uh, Suicide Squad Joker was more comparable to them, him and Harley Quinn. The ride or die, they'd rather die together than than to die apart. They were very crazy. But he's clearly third place out of these three. Oh, yeah. And then, clearly. of course, Heath Ledger was, he was first for a long time. fantastic. He was fantastic. And there's just, even knowing that Joaquin Phoenix was going to be in this, I was just thinking, okay, I mean. I wonder how good this will be. He's not going to be Heath Ledger. Well, yeah, I didn't think that either. He's not going to be Heath Ledger good. But, fuck, dude. <laughs> he was. He knocked it out of the park. I don't know. I think he had a lot more room to be crazy in this movie because it was his movie. That's true. Heath Ledger, he was in a lot of parts like when he blew up the hospital and walked away like that. The very iconic scene. That was really good crazy. Yeah. And he had a big grenade vest and another point with a pin connected to all the pins attached to his thumb threatening to pull it. That's crazy. This is a different crazy. This isn't some... I'm going to blow you all up, diabolical, crazy crime lord crazy. <laughs> this is mental illness just driven by insanity. Yep. Crazy. Yes. Dark. Well put. This is very dark. Here's one thing I do not want to see. I don't want another Suicide Squad to come out with him be in it. I don't want another Batman to come out and this Joker be in it. I don't want Joaquin Phoenix to do this role again. Yeah, I feel like that'd be pushing it. I mean, as much as I would love to see it, because he is the best Joker I've ever seen, I feel like if I did see it again, it might be kind of like heartbreaking. I just I just don't want to see it. I, it can't be any better than what he just did. And with as much money as this movie's going to make, I'm sure they're going to push him to be in a new Batman or to be in another Joker or something like that. And if they could promise me that it would be 80% as good, I would probably be okay with it because I would like to see him continue. Yeah. I just worry that it's not going to be nearly as good, that it's just kind of going to be disappointing. And I don't want it to cheapen this because, look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This movie was a masterpiece. Yeah. I also don't know where their storyline would really head from here. I feel like the best option that I've thought of in the short time is that they pick up where it left off. I wouldn't want them to skip straight to where he's at the top and everyone's his goons and doing things for him. I don't want that. I want what's next. You'd want to see him get busted out by mm-hmm. people in clown masks. And yeah. Then... And meet some of the, maybe some other villains from the movies. Yeah. Like get, get a Harley Quinn, like a classic one in the red and black, like jumpsuit instead of the, the sexy Suicide Squad stuff. No, we don't need to get rid of her. Well, I mean, yeah, no, but... <laughs> No, thanks. I don't want to see any of that. I don't want to see another Joker movie with him. I know. I was saying if. This one was too good. Don't cheapen it by making another one. Leave it alone. All right. Scores. 100. (laughs) (laughs) I knew halfway through the movie what I was giving it. You just gave a movie 100 the other day, too, didn't you? Our last movie. Wow. You're being very generous. (sighs) I know. I wish I didn't give that movie a 100 because this movie trumps all movies I have ever seen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is the best movie Jack from Movie Muggin has ever seen in his life. Wow. 
I I love Joker though. I'm very 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 partial to Joker. So I know you are. Just such a good villain. He is, man. Just the craziness. I just love the craziness, and that I mean that's who Joker is at his very core is crazy, and nobody played it better than the performance of Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, nobody. It was just it was just fantastic. No one has portrayed insanity as well as this movie that I just saw today. Nobody, no other movie, no other actor that I have seen has portrayed crazy or insane or whatever as well as this movie did today. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't know, it was such a joy to watch. (laughs) I enjoyed the shit out of this movie from the very beginning to the very end. hundred. Yes! (laughs) I fucking fucking loved it, man. I fucking loved it. There was nothing to not like. Uh, You know, I'm going to stand by what I said earlier. This movie was a masterpiece. This is Todd Phillips' magnum opus. Oh, that's a big word there. (laughs) It's so, so, so good. Man, I don't know how many times we got to say it, but it was so good. (laughs) So I looked him up. And he's responsible for The Hangover. He directed that. Okay. He directed War Dogs, which we which we enjoyed. Yeah, that was good. Um, a Star is Born, which is a movie that I really love. That's Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. But then he's, he's like old school, Hangover 2, Hangover 3, Due Date, Road Trip, Borat, Project hey, X, Starsky and Hutch. Borat. So from going from all these goofy nudity type movies to Joker, holy shit, Capturing man. the darkness. This guy's very versatile. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I would not have expected the same person to have done Hangover and Borat and Joker. No. What? That's crazy. That's that's very, that's strange. Well, I don't know what else we could say that we haven't already said. <laughs> and we both gave it a 100. We both gave Joaquin Phoenix our buckets of chicken. What else? What else is there to do? Yeah. What else is there to say? Give him a second bucket of chicken from each of us May- so he gets four? Maybe. You know what? I didn't give a bucket of chicken to anybody in Saw. Oh. So maybe I could take that bucket of chicken and give him an extra bucket of chicken. Do it. All right. I just did. He gets three. Well, I'm kind of sad. Saw I... didn't get anything, and I got this <laughs> extra bucket of chicken laying right here. It's it's yours, Joaquin. It kind of makes me sad that I can't give him a second because I know I liked it more than you. I mean, we both gave it 100. I would have given it a 300 if I could. Well, I'd have given it a 301. Bitch. I'd price is right your ass. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for episode number 20. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. Uh, if you happen to have any movie requests for us, you can go to our website and find the link, suggest a movie, put it in there. It'll go in the movie mug and fucking random movie picker. There's also a link to ask us questions. We love answering questions. Uh, and if you want to email us for any reason, you can do so at moviemuggin at gmail.com. If you wouldn't mind, head on over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, review. We would appreciate that as well. And uh, stay tuned to our next episode, episode 21. Like I said, we got something fun planned. And, of course, you got the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular coming up on Thursday. Guys, we love you. Yep. I like Joker better, though. Yeah. (laughs) People will find out your ugly heart exists. (laughs)